Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Wisconsin is home to 50 state parks, more than 40 historic landmarks, and of course, lots of good beer and cheese. With so many unexpected adventures and places to discover, why not plan your next vacation right here in our home state? We've teamed up with Travel Wisconsin to help you make it happen. Wandering Wisconsin is our new monthly conversation where we bring you suggestions for great places to visit throughout the state. This month, we're exploring one of Wisconsin's most unique attractions, the House on the Rock. Nancy Schaff is the Director of Human Resources there, and Amanda Weibel is the Communications Officer for Travel Wisconsin. They both join Like Effects' Becky Mortensen. This month, we're focusing on an area just west of Madison. It's called Spring Green. So, Amanda, I'll start with you. What will people find when they visit? Well, Becky, Spring Green may have a population of less than 2,000, but its reputation far outranks its size, so I am super excited to talk about it today. It's probably best known as the place where Frank Lloyd Wright, America's most famous architect, established his home and studio, Taliesin. And while tours have wrapped up for the season, they'll resume in April, there is a public trail called the Welsh Hills Trail, where you can still hike through the gorgeous property and catch great views of Taliesin any time of year. American Players Theater is another really big draw for the area. It's the country's second largest outdoor theater devoted to the classics. And while they just wrapped up their season, they have already announced their lineup of plays for the 2023 season. And as an insider's tip, I learned that Slowpoke Lounge and Cabaret is a popular hangout spot for the cast members. So you'll occasionally find them putting on an individual performance at Slowpoke as well. So definitely check out their schedule for live music, open mics, and other shows all year long. And if you still have some holiday shopping to do, there are a lot of great shops in Spring Green. You can browse Arcadia Books for the bookworm in your life, find some locally sourced specialty food at Wander Provisions, or pick up some tableware goods at Convivo Coffee. And not far from Spring Green is one of my favorite attractions we have here in Wisconsin, House on the Rock. So Nancy, I'm going to turn to you for people who may have never been there, never heard of it. What can you tell us about it? The House on the Rock started out in the 40s as a private place to picnic for a man named Alex Jordan from Madison. He liked getting out of the city to the country, picnicked on the rock. A farmer was very glad to rent the rock to him. And he started realizing that in different weather, you'd want more shelters. So he built a little picnic shelter, sort of a one room area, and then would be whimsical thinking about the next ledge from where he was at and how he could use that ledge for an expansion to that one room. So he would enlist his friends and pals. They would come out from Madison and then build onto that single room. And over the next uh, 14 years or so, he would continue to expand using all of the areas on the ledge. Partway through, he bought the rock, or he and his dad actually bought the land that the rock sits on so they could be the owner. And he um, expanded to create a full house on this rock. By 1960, he opened it to the public. There was already a lot of curiosity seekers coming by to see it. And when he opened it to the public, much to his surprise, he had started to turn an income. He used that money to start decorating first on the rock in the house. And as that space started to fill up, he started to add buildings below the rock. As he added buildings, he didn't just want buildings, but he added collections and got rave reviews from the guests coming to see the collections, always telling what the next collection would be. And he kept expanding through the rest of his life 
to the point that the whole experience now is about a two and a quarter mile walk through uh, galleries and exhibits of the things that he purchased to entertain and delight the guests. There is so much to take in in those collections. And visiting House on the Rock right now would be an even more unique experience because there is a special Christmas season display. What will people get to see as part of that? We have a delightful Christmas display that's based firstly on 6,000 Santa Clauses. Our business owners were Santa Claus collectors, and they started out in 1991 adding Santa Clauses that have increased and expanded over the years. Around the Santa Clauses, we have lots of theme music and carols for the season. We have many Christmas trees, um, some themed to the area like the Heritage of the Sea trees, themed to the Heritage of the Sea building, and others are quite whimsical. And then we also couple it with uh, many uh, different um, showcases trimmed with holiday decorations. We don't remove anything. We just enhance what's here. Some of the most unusual stuff you see at House on the Rock is in Section 3, which is closed during the Christmas display. But for those people who may have never been there, and if they can come back at a different time of year, what would they find in that section? Section 3 is our organ building. It also contains our doll carousel, circus building, and our galleries, which have replica crown jewels, um, weaponry exhibits, as well as suits of armor exhibits. Um, And those are all what's not open this time of year, but what, what opens back up in March. The carousel itself is part of what's open this time of year. It's the doll carousels that are part of the closed section. The carousel is truly an amazing sight to see. I could stand there for hours looking at the different kinds of animals and creatures there are to ride. So can you talk a little bit about the history of the carousel and how it was made, how it came to be there? Yes, the carousel was um, in production for 10 years before it actually opened in April of 1981. Um, Alex Jordan, our founder, had always wanted to build a carousel. He bought pieces and parts from many old carousels and started to assemble um, the largest motor he had for it. And as he started assembling that motor in the original decking, he started adding decking materials from other collected vintage carousels that he had bought at a time when people were closing up shopping, selling out the carousels. And he kept making it bigger and bigger and more grand to the point that it got to be 80 feet in diameter. 35 feet tall is 36 tons with 20,000 lights. There is so much to take in at House on the Rock between the collections and the house itself. So for each of you, what is your favorite thing at House on the Rock? You know, the house and the carousel are always crowd pleasers, but I'm really especially fav- uh, favored towards the streets of yesterday. I love the little shops. Um, the Everyone has a grandma that collected antiques. And so it's so neat to look in the windows of the jail and the rich man's house and the clock shop and see all of their little um, uh, collectibles. And then this time of year, the little Santas sitting in with them are really delightful. And Amanda, what about you? I am enamored by the infinity room. Um, I think it's just, it's a really unique perspective, unique experience to walk out and um, you actually have glass below you. You can see above the treetops and it's a really cool view. If you have a fear of heights, um, might not want to venture out all the way, but to me, that was a really fun experience in addition to, of course, the many, many, many collections. So, Amanda, after people have had their fill of all the the Santas and the oddities in the Infinity Room at House on the Rock, where could they stop for a meal? If you're looking for a great spot for lunch or breakfast, visit the Spring Green General Store. 
Uh, they have a vast menu with sandwiches and salad options, a lot of great vegetarian choices like a meat-free chili and the rainbow wrap, which is loaded with veggies. Uh, you can also check out their daily specials. They have them listed on the general store's website, so you can check them out before you go as well. But if you're looking for a classic supper club dinner, check out Arthur's Supper Club. Or for a new and trendy dinner option, you can visit Homecoming uh, for their delicious wood-fired pizzas. It's actually located in a historic former schoolhouse building, and they really focus on local meat, cheese, and produce in all of their meals. It's open for dinner on Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays, and for brunch on Sundays. And if folks want to stay a while in the Spring Green area, could you share some places that they could stay? I'd suggest checking into the Iron Amethyst Inn in Mazomany. It's about 20 miles away from Spring Green and it's directly on your route to and from Milwaukee. It's, it's a beautiful place in a beautiful setting. It's a bed and breakfast inside a historic mansion and of course set in the beautiful Driftless region. Each of their five rooms is designed to embrace its history, but they also offer modern amenities. And one of their hidden gems is that they have their very own speakeasy. So on most Fridays and Saturdays, the on-site bar opens for guests and as well as local visitors. And you can enjoy their selection of local beers and wine and seltzers or delicious craft cocktails and mocktails, all in the ambiance of the Roaring Twenties. Well, Nancy and Amanda, thank you so much for joining me on Lake Effect for Wandering Wisconsin. Thank you for having us. Nancy Schaff is the Director of Human Resources at House on the Rock, and Amanda Weibel is the Communications Officer for Travel Wisconsin. They both spoke with Lake Effect's Becky Mortensen. To see pictures of House on the Rock and Spring Green, you can visit wuwm.com. There you'll also find our other Wandering Wisconsin conversations. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lake effect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast. 